You might all remember that the main reason for this podcast is so that our daughter Zoe, who is a freshman in college, can follow along uh, from University of Maryland with our family's weekly meeting. And I looked up on Spotify this week to see who is listening to the podcast, and I noted that 100% of the listeners uh, who are logged in on Spotify are are categorized as age 18 to 22. So Zoe, thanks for holding it down. I forgot to record last week's podcast, so I just recorded it a few minutes ago and posted it. And then this week, I'm sort of doing it on time. So it's uh, Sunday, February 11th, as I'm recording this. Um, and And last week we talked about being wrong about questions of fact, or really 10 minutes ago when I posted it. So maybe you just listened to it as well. Um, I, I find it easier to admit I'm wrong when it's a question about fact, especially when someone can show me evidence. Part of what we talked about last week was learning how to take delight in correcting ourselves and even in being corrected by others. I'm still working on it personally, but I really am getting better all the time. So this week we're, we're talking about a second way of acting wrongly that can be harder for most people, or, or at least for me, to correct. So I'm going to read a part of a letter that Paul wrote to Christians in Rome where he talks about hamartia again. Remember, this word is often translated as sin in the Bible, but there are other translations that I think maybe work a little bit better. And in fact, I I really like to just leave it as the word hamartia, which has been uh, co-opted into English for a long time. It's such a, you know, the English language is full of this kind of syncretism. So I looked it up in the Oxford English Dictionary, and the definition of hamartia is the fault or error leading to the destruction of the tragic hero or heroine of a play novel, etc. It's sort of the tragic flaw, which Paul describes like this in the letter. I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but is Hamardia living in me that does it. There's quite a bit of Hellenistic philosophy tied up in this section of Paul's letter that I don't find super relatable, and that might not be entirely in keeping with what we know of modern psychology. But there's another part of it that's very easy and very relatable, and that's sort of what I want to zero in on. Sometimes I know that something is good. I know that it's right. I know that I should, but it's really hard to make myself do it. Has anybody anybody ever experienced that? Um, to, to me, it feels very different than just being incorrect about a fact. This feels like we're getting more down into the area where we can dig up some real guilt and shame about how we're acting, although I don't really recommend that, at least not right now, because we're trying to sort of keep even-handed about this. So let's just for a minute imagine that this hamartia is just some something that we have to live with if we're human. 
Sometimes we know what's right, but we just have a hard time putting action to it. And I'm not talking about the desire we sometimes have to do something we know is wrong, because that's a thing too, right? I'm just talking about that I know this work is due tomorrow. I want to do a good job on the work. I want to get a good grade in the class. I know that I have to do this work in order for that to happen. I don't have anything else I need to do instead. But somehow, my body is still not doing the work. The Greeks, um, and Paul, who was a Roman, but was a pretty Hellenized, Greekish Roman, would have pointed to your hamartia. Um, and since since I'm like really trying to get away from the idea that hamartia is like something shameful, I decided that I'm just I'm gonna give it a nickname, and I'm gonna nickname the hamartia. I'm gonna nickname it Marty, which is just short for hamartia, as in Marty told me not to. Um, when your mama and I were kiddos, there were these public service announcement announcements at the end of G.I. Joe cartoons. And they would tell kids, us kids, not to do things like, like, don't give out your home address to a stranger over the phone and tell them your parents aren't home. Or don't run out in traffic after a ball, that kind of thing. And then one of the G.I. Joe characters would explain not to do it, and the kid would say, now I know. And the G.I. Joe character would say back, and knowing is half the battle. Well, if it's half, I, I think maybe it's the easy half especially when it comes to our buddy Marty telling us not to do things. Maybe the public service announcement should be, hey kids, don't listen to Marty when he tells you not to do things. So in his letter, Paul goes all into the Greek philosophy of it and describes this as a battle between the body and the spirit. And there's something to that, as long as we don't get too kind of wound up in it. Like, I want to do the thing I know I need to do, but for whatever reason, my body isn't doing it. Um, Paul ca- calls this a battle between the body and calls the good instinct, the, the like desire to do it, the spirit. Um, so I, I've gotten almost to the end of this meeting and I've described this thing at great length that everybody already knew about because we're all human, right? And then I nicknamed it Marty but I haven't really given any advice about how to ditch Marty and be on your own without that influence at the party or wherever. Don't take Marty to the party. Um, so here's a couple things. And maybe after we light our candles, we can talk about more ideas that all of you have. So one idea is that instead of focusing my attention on the sort of not good on the not doing, like what'll happen if I don't do something, that I focus my attention on what happens if I do something. So if it's something I need to do, I try to focus on doing it rather than focusing on not doing it. You can sort of imagine this, that if you're uh, like playing basketball and you need to not go out of bounds, that you don't focus on not going out of bounds, you focus on going toward the basket. Right? You don't think about the out-of-bounds too much unless you're real close to it. So that's like one thing to, to, to help. Another, another is that it's really helpful to build good habits so that you don't have to like 
try every time or make a decision every time. Um, your mama has been doing this, actually lately has been doing this with a habit tracker in her journal, which I've been really thinking about starting as well. I was thinking, Daniel, you and I should make an app to, to be a habit tracker. Um, but both of those, like, those are kind of long-term solutions that, and I, you know, I think there's lots more ideas. Um, but, but I want to zero in on this one that, that Paul has in his, his letter to, um, which is to try to remember that I am loved and to try to live in and to live out that love. You know, when I, when I feel that love, then the good that I do is really an, an outpouring of it, an overflowing of it. It's not just sort of a fight between my spirit and my body, to, to quote Paul, or the little Marty on one shoulder and my guardian angel on the other, sort of duking it out. Um, in that same letter that Paul wrote to the Romans, he says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. The whole of previous existence that came before now, the billions of years and this whole existence have led up to this point and for me, that's really just another way of thinking about those words, the love of God. I, I believe in that existence, and I believe that it's like led up to this point and sprung me forward into the next point, um, which thankfully right now is lighting candles together and, and reflecting on this. I love you all so much. Thank you.